Hey everybody and welcome back to We the Haunted. Um episode I always forget that. 10? 9. 9. Episode 9. <laughs> episode and, 9. And I would just like to to point out I am talking a bit more quieter but with a little bit more enthusiasm because my girlfriend is in bed right behind me in the next room. But other than that, I am Haunted Faith, Trevor Haunted Faith, and we also have Lily, the one and only. Hell yeah. And Hell yeah. And this episode is uh is a shout out f- f- uh because uh we mentioned in, in in the previous two episodes that we would like your suggestions on what to talk about the whether it's personal paranormal experience or just a physical location that you genuinely enjoy or like the history of and this is from a subscriber i do not have their names because this uh episode is going on multiple platforms so thank you to you i will tag you in the youtube comments and thank you myself there but uh this is a suggestion we were talking about called port arthur in tasmania australia yeah. i gotta say i like that name tasmania yeah. it's a state is it a state it's a state uh, right? it's as far as i'm aware it is a colony colony okay i don't know how they said it there i saw it in a few different um websites there where they referred it to as a colony versus yes. a state yeah. so i was like i'm not sure which one it is <laughs> but i love that name yes. tasmania being like hey i'm from tasmania what it kind of gives awesome. it it kind of gives the same vibe as um as a um, the madagascar oh yeah it kind of does because it like it just kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Madagascar, Tasmania, yeah. <gasps> Tasmania. I love Tasmania. Okay, I love that name. So anybody <laughs> who's listening to this, who's from Tasmania, I already automatically like you because you're from Tasmania. <laughs> um, and uh, and I had this like in a note, but to the the population of Tasmania in the present day, or according to the site I was looking at in present day, is only two hundred and fifty people. Two hundred and fifty. In the in 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 the, in the colony of Tasmania or in this colony, yeah, and oh, wow. and this is most of them are 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 employees of the tourism there or the historic site. Oh, that's freaking cool. Yep, yep. And that's freaking cool. Port Arthur is a village or colony. I guess people can look at it in a different way. I just I'm, I'm getting this off of multiple sites, so pardon me if I'm saying one wrong, but Port Arthur is a village and historic site in South Tasmania, Australia. Present day, it is located about 60 miles southeast of the state capital Hobart or Obart. I, I don't know if the H is silent or not. Obart and and has a population of about 250 of them about 250 and many of them are employed in the in the, in the tourism based around the historic site it's just so that's so cool yeah. <laughs> imagine yeah. your your colony yeah as like the tourist spot everybody just works for for you know tourism yeah. that's kind of cool that's pretty <laughs> cool you don't see that yeah you just don't see that that's that's pretty neat i yeah. like that <laughs> i'm it, all for that it, it, it's kind of like how you and by the way uh now that i'm in my new place you might hear the ac turn on like here and there i need it so it's please. just it's not me guys anymore it's both of us <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um but um 
like that little small colony type stuff I, I like that like small amount of people extremely small like amount of people it reminds me of the movies that that you see of like cult towns that are like oh we're family here but in a very good way in yeah. a good way it's like, like it, horror it, movie but with a happy ending yeah it, it, it's like we're all family here but instead of like torturing you and brainwashing you we're showing you historical information and giving you a good time i would be all for joining that cult yes <laughs> yes i i would join that cult as long as we're um i was thinking of something like wit like witty and funny and like in the moment to add on to that but i'm not funny so let's continue <laughs> I can't think of jokes. <laughs> I can't either. It's okay. <laughs> What's comedy? What is comedy? I have, I have no, not a comedic bone in my body. <laughs> I understand. My uh, my comedic sense of humor is broken. Like you can literally put a random picture on a screen and bass boost it, and I'd laugh at it. But uh... <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But uh, yeah. Um, it uh, it was in the nineteenth. Uh, century it was like it was a is it penal or penal i think it's penal i think okay. it's penal okay in the 19th century it was a penal settlement and now it is a open air mu the museum which i'll be honest this is a question for you what does open air mean open does that mean, air does that mean free to get in or open air museum I don't, I don't know. Guys, let's do a quick Google search. Oh, wait, wait. Does that mean it doesn't have a ceiling? It's literally open I to the air? I think it is. Am I just that fucking stupid? <laughs> I think it's what it means. Because that's what, okay, that's what I automatically assume is that it doesn't really have, Because I thought that it's was... not in a building, it's outside. Like yeah. you can go visit multiple places. And that's exactly what it is. An open okay. air museum, it is a museum that exhibits collections of buildings and artifacts out of doors so yes it's just oh, outside so you don't walk in and see everything within a single building you have to travel in the air outside yes. oh okay yes which makes gotcha. sense because there's actually multiple haunted buildings at, yes. at port arthur um that'll make sense later as we yeah. get further in exactly there's a some got and some got taken down just due to like abandonment but yes we'll talk about that later on um uh port arthur became not became i can't speak right port arthur began life in 1833 as a penal colony for the british and irish convicts uh ru the, the the ruins al alongside of it and outside of it included the huge penitentiary and the remaining shell of a convict church Solif solitary confinement cells were in a separate prison and later on they also added on a asylum which <laughs> The reason they added on the asylum is so fucking dark and horrible, but that's mm -hmm. what I find cool and crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I I had when I researched on it, you know, noticed that they had added um, an asylum. They also added a flour mill and a hospital too. I didn't but those were kind of yeah, those are kind of the smaller buildings and not oh, as well okay. known as the asylum. But gotcha. um, apparently the asylum was ahead of its time yes because they aimed to be more of a soothing environment but it still 
doesn't account for some of the things that yeah. happened. So yeah, sort of I mean, ahead of its time, but not really. <laughs> I, uh, I I I had this near 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 the end of my notes, but it's not that big of a topic when it comes to like our theme here with the paranormal. So I'll go ahead and say it now. But when, whenever they built on the asylum and just turned everything around, like as far as like the, the construction wise, they turned the whole building in, like into a long cross shaped formed thing, and they added a a exercise court. And then along with many, the many, the many other things that are just additions you would add onto a prison, but yeah, yeah, that's I found the same thing. Yeah, but uh, but like the the once again, like even though they added on all like all this stuff to make it more comforting, as comforting as you could make a prison, a lot of fucked up shit still happened there. Oh oh yeah, <laughs> the labor <laughs> the labor that they put the convicts through and the craziest shit that they had to do. I mean, like, yeah, they were convicts, but also, like, they're human, and yes. they, their bodies yeah. can only go so far. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, no wonder why they, most of them had to be put in, like, an asylum or a hospital or something. Like, no wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And uh, <laughs> later on, we'll t- soon, we'll talk about um, the type of punishment they used because, quote-unquote, some of the, of the convicts there were too strong for the physical punishment. Ooh, so yeah too strong um yeah um and many of the convicts that were there are like were the hardest of the hardcore people like they were in there for some serious shit like i'm sure a, a lot of different things i don't have anything specific like in my notes but many of the convicts were moved there because they were re-put into prison there's a word mm-hmm. for or reassigned or something like they went to prison in other out of state like or out of colony areas like actually in ireland or in britain or like the main part of of australia but they got yeah. out for some reason and then whenever they were arrested again that's when they were like okay this person's hardcore and that's when they got sent here so this prison was literally for the rough people yeah and, and um uh, where am I at? Yeah. And many of the convicts were sent from Spike Island in Cork Harbor. I couldn't find much on it, but it's just, I, I assume, another prison or, con- or confinement. Yeah, I. that's what I would assume. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, uh, escaping was said to be nearly impossible, but or because it was surrounded by shark infested waters and past the infested waters there was a canal with other buildings with snipers and armed guards oh <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah so outside of the prison it was like i mean this is just like a an, an idea i don't know how the the infrastructure of the island was built but there was a prison and then a canal that led out that that bent itself out and then I could just imagine like literally a shore that looked pretty on the outside, but once you attempted to swim out, it was nothing but sharks. And then if you made it past that, if they saw a splash, they knew it was a human and they're snapping you. Oh no. Why <laughs> would you even try to escape? Yeah. What, well, um, I, one person shot did. at whatever, but one person, oh, did. One person did. Oh shit. <laughs> yes. They, uh, they lost a limb. They had to, right? And one person attempted but failed, and the reason why is 
kind of funny if I'm being honest. But yes. Um but before I go on to the people who did, do you have anything to add on to like just the prison itself? I do. I have a, a maybe a few things. Um kind of want to talk about just kind of like um kind of how the whole settlement was kind of found itself okay. before we okay. start talking about some of the convicts um just kind of a little shout out to how port arthur was built um you know in 1830 it was built you know mainly for convicts to get there and make large ships like that was the okay. whole point of making port arthur was so that um convicts could go build a skill Right. So their skill was quote unquote building ships. So that way when they were freed, they'd have a skill, which is what I read on um, the Port Author website. Uh, so it's like Port Author's website. Okay. Um, in the 1840s is when the idea of convicts taking settlement there was a way to work them back into society. So that was like the whole point yeah. of bringing them there so it wasn't really just like oh the spot's great to just put our most dangerous convicts because it's secluded it was really for putting them to work it's really gotcha. what it was which is basically what you just said yeah um the population of convicts that actually ended up being there was a a little over 1100 that was there so and that's a lot of convicts <laughs> yeah like for for like a big prison, like 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 like, like a penitentiary, like a penitentiary, like Penn State, that's yeah. nothing. But for a oh, colony, yeah. but for a colony, that's a lot. Yeah, it, that's it's crazy. A lot. It, it, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> especially with what they were trying to build there right off the bat. Especially them from other places, from other countries. Right. Uh, sent them sending convicts to Australia just for that that's a lot for just one little small area that's quite yeah. a bit yeah <laughs> in 1853 the transport state the transportation did cease which was resulting in fewer people making stops to its station but in the 1950s and 60s is when this activity started to spike back up again which is making the station more economically stable so it between like going into the 50s for some reason like the economy was just going it was just like no we're not doing this like 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 was that the sound effect that you heard in the air yeah it was exactly that just like one second like it was just, <laughs> it just they were like oh shit what do we do that, the that is, and the commerce were like are we leaving yet and they're like no we're you're not leaving you're that, not done with their work. And that sound is a eyewitness account from a lady that we got named Jane Doe. Yes. <laughs> Her name was exactly Jane Doe. <laughs> um, so timber getting was to be seen as the most punishable act that they could do there. Um, but it was profitable for per author, you know, to make them known because that was the whole point was to build up this colony and they yeah. just started with convicts building large ships, which is kind of weird how to start off a colony. Have you noticed that like the intro to like the past, like, well, I say past all of our podcast has been creepy history fact, ghost story segment. And then you go on. 
<laughs> guys i'm a professional podcaster <laughs> i can't Back in the oh 1800s, 30 convicts died in one area. And then there's this one ghost story. Bull. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's funny as shit. It's, you should be proud of that. You should be proud of that. I'm very proud of my word stumbles. I'm it's very awesome. Proud of my word stumbles. Like you, you have word stumbles, and I have a speech impediment, and it's amazing. <laughs> And it's amazing. It's two different ends of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> it's two different ends of the spectrum. No. <laughs> They're like, oh god, these people are fucked up. They, we just lost all of our audience. <laughs> They're like, oh god. I've had a terrible speech impediment since I was like four. So like, I'm, I'm allowed to make that joke. Okay, please love me. <laughs> you, you and you only. You're allowed to make fun of yourself. What I was trying to say was that is kind of a weird way to build a colony. <laughs> Not a colonna, a colony. <laughs> but I'm not here to judge. <laughs> ah, I couldn't get it out. Um. Lord, a lot of the convicts, um, as they were, you know, sawing away at a lot of these trees. These trees were huge, by the way. If nobody knows how big trees were in the 1800s, they were freaking huge. I would imagine the same size as they're under the present day. No, like thicker. <laughs> they're thicker. I'm, I'm being trees? serious. Trees? Yes. Yes. Look up that fact. You'll have to look it up. Yeah. Okay. That's because they were like, like they're like a little denser, apparently, like, because I of how you. the environment was. I wonder if rainforests nowadays are the same way as it was then, because that's untouched. Yeah, probably it probably is. It probably okay. is. Okay. But that's that's like a known fact. I've like, never trees thought back of in the day were a lot tougher because okay. of you know how the environment was, okay. so they were harder to cut down. Okay. So a lot of the times the convicts would just be have sawdust caked in their eyes and ears, like really thick. <sighs> That sounds it like this. It build up. That sounds like the <laughs> the the cinnamon challenge. If you just took a bath in it. <laughs> Does anybody know what the cinnamon challenge is? Shout out if, to the cinnamon challenge. Do were, not do that. <laughs> I, I, I did it once in high school, but that's a story for another day. Oh God, no! Why would you do that? I, it, 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 I, like it was a bet, and I wanted to be cool in front of a girl, but that's beside the point. Good job. I'm sure you impressed her. <laughs> He's shaking his head. <laughs> For I mean, the audio listeners, he looks ashamed. <laughs> she, she said uh, before that day, she would say hi to me every couple of days. And then after that happened, she would still only say hi to me every couple of days. <laughs> you, tr you tried. Yeah. You I tried. It's fine. And no, one, and no one will ever know who that girl is. because Nobody will ever know. I yeah. may be the only one who knows. Yeah. I don't even know right now. But yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harass you yeah, until I'll, you tell me who it is. I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast. But okay. okay. <laughs> Back to the prison in Tasmania. Yes. <laughs> so there were, when they chopped down these trees, 50, about 50 convicts would have to carry this big ass log back to the main settle settlement and they were named the centipede gang 
So what they would do is all 50 of them would like huddle, huddle in really, really tight and they would literally lift it up and hold it on their shoulders. Oh, and then the legs would look like a centipede and the body would yeah. be the law. Oh, that's... Yeah. It, like, See, it, I laugh I saw now. like a drawing out of it and it looks really weird. See, I, I, I laugh at that name, but I bet that would be, I mean, granted, I know that was like torture, but like visually, like that would look cool just roaming down the street. It would look cool until you notice the people struggling underneath that yeah. log <laughs> and be uh, like, oh God, they're going to get squished. Yeah. Which I'm sure happened. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that happened. If like, not, then how? Like, if it didn't, then how did it not happen? But yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it did. <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell me it didn't. Like, no, you can't. It, you it cannot didn't. tell me that somebody lost a limb or two or died from carrying a log but or trying they, to carry a log. No. They, they weren't limbs. They were logs. They weren't. Did it. I seriously misword that? No, get get it. There's like human limb, then there's like oh, tree limb. But then I didn't... thought I, I thought like I said no. I can't believe they were carrying limbs. No, <laughs> like tree limbs. <laughs> did did oh they lose a human gosh. limb or did they use it? Okay, next one. It went, it, I'm <laughs> dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sure somebody's listening to me. Like, does she not get the joke? For audio, she not for get the joke. For audio only, the the listeners. I did like that joke over your head movement because she does. Yeah. Anyway, it went over my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm too focused. <laughs> Finally, in the 1870s, the settlement began to end. So the whole like convict era is what they called it it kind of started to slow down a lot more gotcha. a lot in it the really a lot of it was because they were aging or oh, being yeah. insane or they were infirm and infirm if nobody knows what that means means weakness of the body and mind fun fact just i'm dumb and i didn't know that and i had to look it up <laughs> I, 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 i'm dumb as well and i i, I thought you were about to say infirmary I, no, honestly. no, it's infirm. Inf that that just sounds like someone just tried to make a new word, then gave up halfway through and be like, "This has to mean something, right?" It's gotta mean something. Slap English. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the yeah. Literal base of the whole English language. Yeah. So this led to the last convict leading port author in 1877. So even like after being in the asylum and everything else, convicts started to dwindle out. And then finally, 1877, boop. Yeah. Cease to exist. Um, port author in the 1860s was known as the welfare phase. Um, this period of time saw Popper's Depot. Uh, which was like 1863 to 64 is when it was built. And the asylum was built between 1864 and 68. So like right after this pauper's place, um, the areas were for Port Arthur's most um, infirmed convict population. So even before they started dwindling out, um, I guess they kind of foresaw it coming and just went ahead and built these places for them to like, quote unquote, work at and stay at. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times the convicts suffered from depression or any other mental disability. Um, they were um, to tend to the gardens and chop yeah. firewood and just small things like that. They weren't sit out into the wilderness to chop down these big logs anymore. They just kind of gave them small little jobs. 
um, including that exercising rink and everything, just to give them at least kind of a normal life. Yeah. So they really were ahead of their time. Like we said yeah. earlier, they really, really were. Um, they did try. <laughs> yeah. They tried. Um, after poor author's closure, the asylum did become damaged by bushfires. Uh, and after its reconstruction, it did become a schoolhouse, a town hall, and a museum. So it's so today it's the museum. That's one of the best um, haunted turn of events I will ever see. Asylum, <laughs> asylum turned schoolhouse. What? Like the museum is going to be an obvious thing just because of what happened yeah. there. Like museum is bound to happen when fucked up shit takes place anywhere. But asylum adults were abused mentally gets turned into Mm -hmm. a school for kids it sure did it sure did and it also was a town hall was also a town hall town hall i never really which i know that's not much of a difference but you know i never really understood the the concept of a town hall it's a building constructed where people come to talk at once a month like just go to fucking go to your local fucking picnic area <laughs> for fuck's sake i don't know i mean, i don't know maybe what if it's storming that day you don't well, you can't well, tell the well, weather back well, in the 1800s well then you don't have the app. soap you're not soap go out there fucking, <laughs> just don't so fucking not, you're fine don't hold a golf club in the fucking sky you'll be all right maybe i <laughs> I'm sure they did more stuff in the town hall. I know. I'm, 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 well, I'm, but I'm I think the it. more interesting thing is that it was a schoolhouse. Yes. Like, yes. right. It was after. Like, yeah. It was a schoolhouse. Um, um, the post-convict era came in the 1800s, which the land got auctioned out, which resulted in many people residing in the area, which built it up to be what it is today, even after multiple devastating fires that happened in 18. 18- 95 and 1897 which did destroy the penitentiary uh the separate prison which is what one of the prisons is named and the hospital um but you know the residents were like i don't really care there's too much history here we're just gonna rebuild it up all right okay well let's talk about the people who escaped and one who almost i say people person i only have knowledge of one person uh let me find it in my nose yeah um escaping was said to be impossible because once again shark infested waters and people on the lookout soldiers but one convict did fully escape oh god how his name was martin cash originally from uh ednis Corthy, I hope I said that right. And it's Corthy, the Ireland. He was I bet a, you're close. I bet you're yeah. close. He absconded from a work party with two others on December 26th, 1842. And it didn't say how he escaped, like hole in the wall, down under the under. He just like, escaped. Yeah, he, he, he just escaped. But he was captured after killing a man in Hobart. In September of the following year, and then was sent to Norfolk Island, wherever oh. Norfolk Island is. I'm sure we'll talk about that eventually, if you guys aren't there. Um, then this is the funny one. That was just plain and simple man escape, then you got brought back in. This is the funny one. 
Another man tried to escape named George Billy Hunt, and he disguised himself as a kangaroo. <laughs> According to this source. How do you disguise yourself as a how do you disguise yourself as a kangaroo either he slathered some brown matter onto him because i have you seen a freaking kangaroo i assume most kangaroos are brown in color some may yeah, be but born. they're freaking muscular and huge how did he do that he bought a kangaroo suit on amazon obviously <laughs> he bought a kangaroo suit on amazon <laughs> That was very accessible, especially yes. to convicts back in the day. A little in, history fact in, for y'all. In a colony on the outskirts. A, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just and, a um, dumb American. <laughs> and um, he tried to disguise himself like, like as a kangaroo. And the, and the guards tried to shoot him uh, due to some reason I, I forget what reason it wasn't that important but once george saw the guns pointed at him he, he quickly took off the disguise and revealed himself and he went back in so he pansied out yeah there 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 was guns and snipers pointed at him so <laughs> i mean if you go through with the performance man you're a kangaroo <laughs> That's going to hopping around. That, You're trying that, to escape. Go. And that's Lord. going. In, and that's going in the intro. <laughs> it better be in the intro. Uh, 29, 29 and twenty four seconds in. I got you. Nice. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. Gun. Yeah. The uh, I just smacked my mic. I'm sorry if you heard that. The prison at the port was like, uh, and then after that, uh, like X amount of time after these escapees happened, the prison at, at Port Arthur w was expanded into a cross shape in 18 fit the 55. Then, like you said, it, the exercise yards and more occurred. Yeah, but the punishment there was psychological rather than physical. Corporal punishment was seen as having less impact on the hardened criminals. So, they made most of the punishments from there on out psychological torture, where they would put them uh, into dark holes of many sorts and depriving them for long periods of time without light and or sound. Oh god, that would drive a person insane. It gave them complete mental illness, and at that point, the asylum had to be built next to the prison as a result. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh my god. See, like, I think about, how could you... <laughs> See, like, like, now that we've been in COVID and, and, and the pandemic and been isolated in our, our rooms without a vaccination for so long... Um, which if you're here, please get the vaccination, but that's all I'll say. This is not that type of podcast. Um, but, um, since we've been in this, this pandemic for so long, we always say, oh, I'm used to this staying inside all the time and having no one to talk to and having nothing to fucking do. But imagine being in a hole deprived of literally every sound and light itself for, let's say a month. 
you okay so like you can literally hallucinate they yeah. make little like pods with like lukewarm water in it and you go into these little pods and it's soundproof and it's completely dark and they say you go on like next level shit yeah like you leave they say like you see like spirits and stuff like that but i believe you're really hallucinating yeah like a there was a youtuber uh i I'm not gonna say his name because honestly I forgot his name, but it it, it got turned into a meme. That's why I know like it like it's in my head. But there was a YouTuber that uh that stayed 24 hours, or maybe it was 48 hours. It was, it was a day or more. He spent the night. Of course, he took food in there too. He wasn't like starving. He yeah. stayed a night and or more in the quietest room in the world. It is a old recording studio. Where the walls are covered by four and a half feet thick of padding. Oh. If you scream, if, 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 if you scream, it is literally textbook quiet. Neg negative 281 decibels quiet. Oh, God. If, if, For a scream. You could scream and there wouldn't be one pixel of an echo. Oh God, that's yeah. horrifying. Yeah. So yeah, imagine being in this dark hole where nobody could hear you. Yeah. That just uh, makes it even worse. And he was in that room for oh a day. Oh my God. He, like, he was locked in that room for a day or more. Imagine if they just turned off that light switch. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. Already, okay, I already like freak out when it's quiet as it yeah. is but like turn off the light and i'll lose my shit within like two seconds yeah like i like, don't know why that's a thing but no in, re in, in, no. in real life if, if, if i'm not playing games i have to have my spotify on like, oh i have to have something going even yeah. if it's liter a literal fan it, yeah it has to be some kind of noise yeah fuck that but uh <laughs> yeah that. um hard criminals uh and this is one i am a macabre lover anything that has to do with like mass like fictional deaths obviously not real deaths real deaths that much are bad but like fictional like the idea of a fish fictional storytelling deaths like down in the depths of hell demons died now it's called this creepy little place you know shit like that <laughs> yeah this gives me that vibe but what actually happened here is horrible but it's the name that caught my eye Okay. The climate was really nice at Port Arthur, or like overall, more so than other colonies and their prisons. Which, because in other prisons and other colonies, all, all like although the climate was nice, they were prone to malaria. Uh, but even still, in Port Arthur, there is, uh, according to this, there is, I'm 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 going to say about. There is about 1,646 graves recorded on this, um, okay, this name is awesome, that's why I'm delaying it, it's like that build-up. <laughs> You're making the build-up. Even still, from all the, the prisoners and the staff that died on the Port Arthur area, 1,646 graves were recorded and were put on a section of an island called the Isle of the Dead. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. 
a I've heard of that. Oh shit, that's where that is. I was talking to somebody about that. I was like, I know there's an island called Isle of the Dead, but I can't remember where it's at. And you know, me being a dumbass, not Google searching yeah. it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Like it's cool. That's like so cool. <laughs> like, t like take away Port Arthur and the actual people that died. Imagine yeah. Isle of the Dead being some fictional demonic island in some like story. I just I, I love that. I'd be like vacation spot. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Perfect place for relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. That sounds so cool. That sounds yeah. so cool. About sixteen hundred awesome. graves were recorded on the Isle of the Dead, a small island where where all of those who died in the prisons and the asylum were buried. Only one hundred and eighty of the sixteen hundred are marked. Oh. Uh, um, most of those are the staff that they knew their names. Oh. Imagine how that soil must be like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it's probably like mostly people. Yeah. Oh. And then um, you mentioned, and then I had the thing about the transportation of the convicts yeah. that that season eighteen fifty three. Mm -hmm. And by 1877, Port Arthur was closed. Um, the prison was one of the roughest pr the prisons of the 19th century. It was home to the absolute wor the worst worst offenders gathered from the British and the Australian prisons because that's when they were got out of prison and relocated. Um, and then, do you have a lot to go off of for the uh, the massacre that happened? Yes, okay, well I then, do. well then I will, I will lead you into it then because I just have one line as you know. But, uh, yeah. In uh in 1996, oddly enough, the year I was born, uh, the Port Arthur massacre took place on April 28th through 29th. I'm guessing it either happened overnight or if it was scheduled. Um. Uh, I'll okay, explain yeah, yeah, yeah. it in a minute. Um, a mass shooting uh took place. Uh, a lot of people died. I, you can get the information on that. But you did say you do not have the name of the the person that did this. So do I you... did not, and I should have, and I meant to, and I didn't. Uh, do you? Do you want me to? Because it made me mad. <laughs> um. Uh, do you have the the numbers of how many people died and stuff? Yes. All right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, the murderer was Martin Bryant. He pled guilty by himself, and he was sentenced to 35 life sentences mm -hmm. and that's all i have so take it away all right so trigger warning you know yeah if if you kind of have a warning about you know mass shootings or anything like that if you get triggered by it and you don't like it um skip ahead for about a minute because i've got a real a detailed yeah. description of how this event happened but it's in a very important event that um influenced the gun laws there today so it's you know yeah. something that needs to be remembered especially for the victims that had to uh, go through this so um unfortunately on april 28th 1996 uh took place a very tragic event um a man armed himself with three high-powered arms um, firearms and a large quantity of ammunition and drove to Port Arthur. North of the town, he entered into a home of a couple that he did know. Um, he did shoot and kill them both, unfortunately. He drove 
down to the Broad Arrow Cafe and had a meal, you know, very normal, just went and shot people he knew and then turned around and ate a meal. As uh, if anybody is into true true crime, you know, that's a very yeah. common thing that happens. Yep. At lunchtime, he did re-enter the cafe because it was busy and within 90 seconds shot 32 people. 20 died and 12 were injured within that cafe. He moved to the adjacent parking lot and killed four more people and wounded a few more there. He drove north where he arrived outside of a general store. He killed one person at this general store and took one hostage. He drove back to the house of the first victims. So he drove back to this house of the of these people that he didn't know that he had killed earlier. And he... Sorry. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. It, like... These stories make me so, so enraged. Yeah. He, he drove back to the house of his first victims, firing random shots at cars as they were driving by in front of the house, which did injure a lot of people. But from what I could tell, there were no fatalities there. At the house, the man did set fire to a stolen car, into which I'm assuming he stole this car from like the general store parking lot and took the hostage and drove there, I would assume. Yeah. Um. From that afternoon into the night, uh, police arrived at the scene and shots were fired in between them both, both the man and um, the police. Um, Shots were fired, you know, from within the house. They weren't like shot from like outside or anything. They were both inside the house. Um, The man did eventually kill the hostage. They don't know when he killed him. Um, Then he set fire to the house and in the morning um, was captured by police when he tried to flee from the burning house that he set on fire. He pleaded not guilty to all 72 charges, but he eventually changed his plea to guilty to all charges. He was sentenced to life in prison, which you said, you, you already said, yeah. um, with no eligibility for parole on all 72 charges, including 35 charges of murder, which is the life sentences. Yeah. Because of this event, the government actually passed new gun laws that are now amongst the most strictest in the world. Um, <clears throat> America, catch up. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go there. Yeah. Um, later, this would be called the Port Arthur Massacre. I think it was something very important that needed to be mentioned because unfortunately yeah. it is a part of Port Arthur's history. But I also yeah. believe it's a part of the reason why some of the locations are haunted there today. Because yeah. it was such a tragic event. And tragic events, unfortunately, can create a lot of energy that soaks in the ground, as we said in previous episodes. And yeah. can create these phenomena, I believe, anyways. All right. So now we're going to get into the ghost stories. Alrighty. So... According to paranormal investigators who have investigated at Port Arthur and Taurus, there are many things that actually happen at Port Arthur. Um, a lot of accounts have been disembodied screams, laughter of children, and footsteps in places where no one is. Many lives were lost at Port Arthur, so it makes sense under these conditions that um, it would be very haunted especially with the asylum and the hospital and the prison, especially the prison and the asylum, especially with how close they were together, right. is not shocking that it's haunted. Poor Arthur is commonly known to be one of Australia's most haunted places. 
fun fact. There are many haunted reports with the import author all over its settlement. Uh, paranormal researchers and ghost tourists have claimed to see, smell, and feel things that are very hard to explain. Now, I don't know what they exactly smell. Um, I couldn't find what they exactly smell, but that's just what a lot of uh, comments and um, blogs said is that, you know, people would smell certain things. Um, I would imagine it's probably like earthy stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. From being outside. That's what I would imagine. But, you know, who knows? I haven't been there. So I can't really, you know, say for myself. Um, Disembodied voices are probably one of the more common things that you'll come across at Port Arthur. Um, along with poltergeist activity, which is, you know, okay. Okay. That's, I expect that at a place like this. Yeah. Only because of how rich the history is behind it. It makes sense that there's poltergeist activity. Um, this is always aimed towards the visitors and the polter, uh, good Lord have mercy on my soul. Paranormal investigators. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the asylum and the separate prison um, are said to be the more potent areas for paranormal activity. Like I just said, um, the spirits of an elder elderly woman, elderly woman, I'll get it right one of these days, guys. And a young girl no, have been no, cited no, within the asylum. No, I probably won't, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try my darn hardest and that's all that matters. Um, so yeah, an older woman mm-hmm. and then a young girl have been cited within the asylum, which I is want, strange. I wonder if that the older woman makes sense like as like a staff. I wonder it, if, yeah. I wonder if that younger girl really is a younger girl or if it's a well, demon. See, that's kind of what I was thinking. I was wondering if it's, you know, a demon because if it is a demon, demons normally uh, or you know, trickster spirits right. like to kind of deem them both in the same category, kind of. They kind of typically want to project themselves as something innocent. So I wondered the same thing. Or if something happened while it was a schoolhouse. Oh, yeah. See, True. it's one or the other. But you don't ever know. You don't True. know. With, th- yeah. with things like that, you you don't know. But it, they have people have seen both. Um, this was... With, with it being beside a port, I wonder if a girl mm-hmm. drowned at one point see i mean that wouldn't shock me yeah like a like a small court i mean a yeah. small case of it and nobody i mean ever really knowing about it besides maybe locals yeah I'm, uh, i I'm mean sure, i'm sure there was a port and pay like on paper but i'm sure that paper's faded away somewhere in time uh, and it could have not been i mean there's yeah. documents i mean there's cases where like people die and it's never been documented especially back in like the 1800s and then early 1900s unfortunately you know a lot of things weren't documented correctly so we don't know Fair. probably won't ever know um but disembodied footsteps are heard a lot a lot and light fixtures move a lot on their own so that falls on under all the poltergeist activity. Okay. Um, the separate prison, uh, people have claimed to be touched and scratched. So there is, you know, negative afflictions being happened in within the prison. Um, the most commonly seen and talked about ghost is called the Blue Lady, which is 
cool because normally it's like the white lady or the black lady or the brown lady but this is a blue lady blue lady she um her legend is kind of said that she lived there when the settlements first happened so kind of right after the prison and everything um it was said that she had given born to a child that had died during childbirth um yeah so the legend goes is that after her death she still roams around the literal everywhere in port arthur like she roams everywhere in search for her baby which is really really sad it's really sad and and, and that's the blue the blue lady that's the blue lady that's all that is known about her nobody knows her name I wonder if she's blue because, like, you know how people say, like, when, whenever you die, your the your aura goes w- w- with you. Yeah. Or bl- blue is like oh. calm sadness type deal. So, like, I, I wonder if she's sad like that somber. She, yeah, like, yeah. like she's happy that her daughter is safe and born, but she's also sad that she never got to spend time with her. I don't know. Like that's just well, she didn't die during childbirth. The child did my bad it's okay i probably said that really weird so when she gave birth the child had died during it was she was it wasn't a stillborn or anything the child had died like in the birth so i mean that's all it really says so i don't know if it happened like you know right after they were born or if it was in the womb and it was still gotcha. born, it just says during childbirth, you know. But either way, like died. the baby passed away, not her. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, okay. still the same theory applies. Like she died, you know, yeah. with that on her shoulders. Yeah. You know? Maybe like, that's why she's blue. Maybe. Pun not intended. Yeah. Pun <laughs> not intended. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times children are seen ex- exploring the grounds as well as a priest. Now, this is just what I found on, um, this is one of the sites I cited off of, by the way, called amyscrypt.com. Um, a little shout out to her. If you don't know her, she has a YouTube channel. She's a world traveler, uh, paranormal investigator. Um, this is just what her report was. Now, I couldn't find anything about a priest, like a ghost story about a priest. Um, but, you know, she went there personally, so I'm going to trust her fact on that. Um, distorted faces without bodies are seen a lot. And black figures as well, which doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Today, Port Arthur is a literal open air museum, as you said. You literally can purchase tickets today. Um, I saw on there that I think most of them were sold out for the most part. So I would assume that they're open back up, even though COVID 19 is still a thing. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Um, they do do daily historical tours and then they also do ghost tours. So you could do both or you can just do one or the other, which is gotcha. really cool. Uh, it's not like all felt in one you can do one or the other um you can actually stay in port author which i mean it's a colony so you should be able to stay in it but they have a crap ton of inns and hotels due to its tourism okay um that are in the in the colony but that is all i have i'm port author nice media australia <laughs> i had to say it that name i had is to so say cool. it 
Tasmania, Australia. It rhymes. It Tasmania, rhymes. Australia. Yeah, it does. It rhymes. That's so good. I just love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's trippy. I, that should be something we should talk about. I really should. That episode, just giving you guys a warning now as the listeners, um, that's probably going to be our next episode is just Gatlinburg as a whole. And um, I still technically am really good friends with this guy, but we just don't talk often like anymore just because of life. Um, but Brad Armstrong, Brad, mm-hmm. if you're watching this, I just dropped my mic. I am sorry to hear that. I thought a ghost done attacked you. I'm sorry. I was like, oh shit, this is the um, end. For audio <laughs> listeners, for audio listeners, I am so sorry. But I, like, I, I just thought you were gonna be gone. Like, I my, thought this was like, a, like my hand is in front of my mic, and I'm like I have my hands here, and I went to pull them back to say something. I just bitch slapped my mic. Whoops. <laughs> but anyway, yes. Let me put my hands over here for, for a second. Um. Yes, uh, me and Brad. Brad, if you're watching this, hello, you're awesome. Um, but he um, is the owner of one of, uh, I say one of because there's a lot of them in the town, but he is one, by his opinion, is the best uh, ghost tour in the area. The Ghosts and Haunts Tour of Gatlinburg. Oh. Um, and I used to do like a free like promotional thing i don't do that anymore but he's not paying me to say this just fyi but just a good friend of mine um and i used to be affiliated with that um that um his company i used to do like promotional content for him all the time uh and um yeah and he literally tells uh he is a two-hour tour of about multiple spots in that city. A Catholic church, the, the chapels, a nesting witch location. Oh. Um, uh, where uh, a brutal homicide and uh, a, a triple homicide happened. And then now a Marriott hotel built on top of that. So now the Marriott's haunted. Um oh. And then a bunch of other things. And if he told all the stories in one sitting, it would take six and a half hours to, to tell. But he only, oh, but he, but he only has two. But yeah. Dang, whenever that's we, pretty cool. When, whenever we do that episode next w- w- weekend, that episode is going to be probably the longest we've done. It'll probably compete with the the duration of Bobby Mackey's. Cool. Yes, I'm for it. And if okay. everybody else is for it, we're good. <laughs> Just uh, be aware. We're good. All the listeners like out there, next week is going to be a long episode, so grab your popcorn and let's get into it. Grab your snacks, grab yes. your popcorn, grab your vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it just be like that, you know? <laughs> Sometimes it just be like that. If you're me, grab your shitty box wine. <laughs> hey, I got a, co- a six pack of uh, Corona Light in the fridge for me. Hey, I you am, know what? I am Whatever a floats your boat. Whatever floats your boat um yeah sorry uh, for that tangent yes. but we're gonna talk um, about some of the ghosts oh and uh import author and just a small little tease and i say small tease because it is a small tease but um we we will be having a patreon coming soon and by soon i mean in the coming months let's just say that and uh one of our um ideas for patreon like only content is a uh, drunk videos 
Yes, we want to try to do uh, junk commentary videos for you guys. Um, we have, we, have we no also idea. want to do uh, true crime episodes yes. that we'll put on Patreon. So if y'all are for that, you know, leave yeah. a comment on the YouTube video or um, leave a review on Apple. Other than that, we are an hour into this episode. That was longer <gasps> than I thought. That was longer than what I thought, considering we didn't have hardly anything compared to what we usually do on this. Yeah, I, um, I'm, I, I like it when we make the hour mark. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I like it when we make that hour mark. That's a good thing. That's um, a very good thing. But yeah, uh, b- before we go, uh, Patreon is coming relatively soon-ish. Uh, and once again, this is a subscriber-recommended location. Uh, since this is going to be on multiple platforms, I won't give the subscriber a shout out like on screen, but I will tag them in the description below and in the comments. So thank you for that. You know who you are. Um, and also, if, any, if you have um, any other suggestions, yes. please email us at wethehauntedpodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment down in the YouTube video. Uh, we love it when you guys yes. give us little extra tidbits to do research on like i didn't know about port author before yes yeah, uh, uh, like even though the isle of the dead was right next to it i never knew about port author so that yeah. was uh fun to research about today and uh the interaction that you have been giving us well it technically is my channel but it, it's our channel at this point but uh the 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 interaction that you've been giving us on youtube with likes and comments even i'm receiving more comments than i have in forever and i can't thank you enough i appreciate it (laughs) like i i I would usually i i usually get like eight to ten likes on my video which that's normal but i would usually get no comments at all yeah it's fine i'm not arguing but i'm getting like four to five comments now and anything is awesome so thank you guys it is good thank you guys keep rolling them in we love it when we hear from you yes we love it and uh give us a review on itunes if if you want yes and um other than that i can't think of anything else this has been port arthur the the prison colony of tasmania uh, like australia i have been trevor haunted faith and we have lily the one and only yes sir or yes ma'am actually i will take either it's okay (laughs) Uh, my pronouns are she her they them i will take either or (laughs) yes does not hurt my feelings (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh thank you guys for watching we love your faces and we will talk to you very soon later later